I'm Nicolette, and today Brian and I are here with Andy Zanelli. He is the CEO of VCC, and he is here to talk to us a little bit about some of the initiatives coming out of the company to assist in the fight against COVID-19. Hi, Andy. Thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us, um, I mean, you can give us a high level about VCC, but you know, tell us a little bit about this initiative that we learned about recently. Sure. Uh, so, so VCC is a, a, a firm that's focused on the design and manufacture of illuminated electronic components. Uh, so we do a lot with human to machine interface. Um, the medical device industry is an industry we've been involved in for a while. And uh, with everything that's going on around us, uh, we, we decided that uh, an area that we could help uh, in order to get some of these products that we're hearing about, ventilators, et cetera, that need to get to the market fast. Um, an area that we could help would be to provide design services and rapid prototyping, which is what we do all day, every day. Um, but we could provide these services at no cost to whether it's a startup, whether it's an existing OEM that needs to get a product to market fast. Um, we thought that we could put our engineering talent to work and our, our prototyping talent to work in order to support that. that that's awesome. I, I see you guys are also doing a lot with 3D printing, you know, in, in the prototyping space. We are, yeah. So one of our key product categories, an area that, that we're, uh, we, we've developed a lot of expertise in over the last uh, couple of decades, actually, are our light pipe design and manufacture. Um, and so specifically with light pipes, that's, that, that's something that, that's a type of product that 3D printing uh, really supports well. Uh, and so, yeah, that's, that's definitely an area that we do a lot of, of prototyping in. So Andy, you guys just um, released this announcement about the um, initiative the other day. How has the response been? Have, have there been a lot of companies taking interest in these services? Yeah, it's, it's been it's been great. Um, uh, we call it Crisis Collab. Um, so in addition to Crisis Collab, uh, well, so uh, VCC uh, has customers all over the world. Um, we also have a, a, a world class global distribution channel. And so we've been reaching out not just through our website and, and through some of our customers, but also through some of our distribution partners uh, that are based all around the world. So yeah, we're definitely seeing some interest, uh, taking some calls, some emails with regards to how we might be able to help. You guys are also doing uh, PCB prototyping, correct? Yeah, yeah. So um, uh, as a manufacturer, uh, we do lots of different types of manufacturing. Uh, and over the last few years, we've developed a very robust PCB assembly operation. Uh, with multiple PCB assembly lines uh, at our, our facility where we're operating in three buildings uh, now, uh, having just uh, expanded into a third building. So what does the, so what should companies that need these services, back to um, Crisis Colab for a second, what should companies that sure. need services, what do they, um, you know, what are they in need of? What is it that they're lacking at the moment that you can, you can assist with? Yeah, so staying again with, with uh, what our core focus is at VCC is human to machine interface. So if you're thinking about a ventilator, there's gonna be various electronic components that may be a part of that panel, whether it's knobs, buttons, indicators, light pipes, there might be an LCD display, 
these are the types of products that we deal with and, and design with every single day. And so uh, we should be able to support in uh, helping someone come up with a solution very, very quickly um, with, and, and as we're hearing, uh, a big challenge that's happening right now is are parts available to build uh, this equipment, right? Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're hearing about it from companies like ResMed, uh, Mick Farrell, the CEO of ResMed. We're hearing about it from many, many different companies. There's just not par parts available. Mm -hmm. And so that's another area that we can support is we can design with components in mind, knowing what's available. Uh, we do that every day for our customers. And so we feel like that's another, another way that we can support making sure to not just design a product for, for one of these companies, but making sure that we're designing with production in mind, what's readily available so that they can get into production and not be subject to some, some lead times. Do you see, so how, go ahead. Sorry. Do you see a lot of improvision in the companies that you're working with that are, you know, they're trying to improvise a little bit with some of the technologies or some of the ways that they're, they're doing things? A absolutely. Uh, I mean, right now it's, it's all hands on deck. How do we get into production? Um, and so, yeah, you have to have, uh, an open mind around what is available, uh, for our design, um, knowing that these are very uncommon times, um, and that, uh, that you have to, you have to think about things differently right now. So what do those lead times look like? I mean, if in a perfect world, then if you're helping and they've got the components and I mean, how, how much faster than usual could something like this be done? Well, I, I mean, right now, uh, our design team is all hands on deck in order to support this. Uh, so we're seeing some designs happen in a day, uh, or in some cases, it's going to be a couple of days, um, which is, uh, you know, we're, our sleeves are rolled up and we're trying to do what we can to help. Um, so on the, that's on the design side. Um, on the, the component availability side, um, we at BCC with, with the parts we manufacture, we haven't seen any lead times go out, uh, with, with our own production or some of our, our components that we acquire. Um, that said, uh, even if it's a six week lead time, that's not going to get it done right now, right? We need, we need components that are going to be available. And so again, that's when we look to our global supply chain, uh, our distribution channel rather. Uh, and really, um, you know, that's where these distributors are, are, are frankly saving lives is because they've got inventory on the shelf and, and they're able to support manufacturers like BCC and many other manufacturers that are, are responding to the needs that are, uh, that are out there right now. So in terms of the supply chain, I mean, the way I'm hearing it is that it's actually coming together instead of, because one of the things I was thinking of is, you know, what kind of hiccups are now in that supply chain, you know, with all of this going on. But is it, is it almost like you're, we're not seeing that in this particular space? No, mo most importantly, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, everyone is coming together at this time, right? Which is fantastic. That's what we need to do. Um, so that, that's most important. And there are lots of, of tremendous progress being made. No, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that, that feels really good right now. It, it, we've seen we've seen a lot of especially the logistics type companies stepping stepping it up in order to make sure products are getting to places, which is just great to see in the supply chain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do you anticipate, Andy? Um, you know, once we get to the other side of this, how? I mean, how might this affect the supply chain? You know, pertaining to BCC down the road once we're past this, when it comes to 
you know, you as a manufacturer? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and so at VCC, uh, what we what we have already started to see from our customers, and again, we've got customers all over the world, um, but as a North American manufacturer, many, many of our customers are, 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 are here uh, in the United States, in Mexico and Canada. Um, we're already seeing uh, customers, big and small, rethink what a global supply chain means to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, uh, for, for decades now, we've seen manufacturing leave North America. Um, and for VCC, um, it's very much on its way, from our perspective, it's very much on its way back. Um, uh, as a company, we're seeing more customers who uh, just can't deal with the, glo- with the uncertainty of, of managing a global supply chain. Um, even before tariffs uh, from, that started in June 2018, even before coronavirus today, um, there was just increasing costs, increasing uncertainty, uh, and the total cost of ownership uh, uh, is, a, is a discussion now that's happening in more supply chain teams uh, around the world. And so at VCC, what we anticipate is that, um, and, and frankly, we've seen it for ourselves as well within our own supply chain team, but for our customers, what we anticipate is that uh, global supply chain is, is going to, uh, uh, strategically, there's going to be a lot of shifts with North American OEMs and, and North American companies. And um, we anticipate that there's going to be a very uh, strong effort to nearshore, uh, whether it's back to the United States, whether it's to Mexico, Canada, um, but to, we're going to see a lot of manufacturing swing back this way. Um, uh, because it's even from a, a, well, again, going back to total cost of ownership, um, you're having to manage so many risks and variables. Well, why wouldn't I want to have, like, for example, VCC manufacturing just across the border from where we are in Southern California in Mexico? That's where our operation is. Um, well, that sounds great to a, a customer of ours that might be manufacturing in Los Angeles, where they know that, that they've got local support or regional support. So we think that that's going to be a, a, a real important push uh, uh, here as we move forward. Um, first, focusing on uh, on getting getting ahead of coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. I think too, as we things like medical, you know, things that are related to medical. I, you know, I've had a few conversations. A lot of people believe that part of the manufacturing is going to come back, you know, into North America. Yeah, ab- absolutely. A- absolutely. We heard that last yeah. night, actually. Um, I don't know if you saw the, the, the press conference last night, uh, but that was a big um, point, you know, moving all of the emergency medical supplies and um, medicines back to the U.S. When we're, o- when we're over this hump, you know, that was a, a big push talked about. Last yeah, the, the, there, there are going to be massive shifts, uh, particularly for, for things that involve uh, health, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not just medical device, but medications and yeah, everything you just shared. Sure. Electronics, you know, we're going to we'll probably see a lot of shift. Yeah. You know, I have, a, I have a question because I, I really don't know. Um, what is that? What are the repercussions from a financial perspective, moving things to more, um, you know, U.S. based or Mexico, Canada, as opposed to, you know, across the, across the sea? What yeah. Were, what kinds of financial repercussions are there? Well, so that, that's a good question. And, and uh, f- for, for any 
business, they need to really assess for, for the, the leaders of that business or, or the leaders of the supply chain team need, need to really assess and understand, okay, well, what are the variables? What are the risks that we're trying to solve for, right? Um, there's, uh, simply put, um, there, there are shipping costs, right? If you're shipping something from very far away, um, you've also got uh, uh, inventory, potentially you have additional inventory carrying costs that you're having to manage, which if you've got dollars sitting in inventory versus dollars sitting in your bank account, right? So uh, a near shore strategy can help not only reduce shipping costs, can also help reduce uh, uh, carrying costs, right? Converting that inventory to cash, um, helping businesses move to a more just in time if they have the right manufacturing partner. Mm -hmm. So these are a lot of, of um, uh, the topics of convert or the, these are, are examples of, of some of the things that we talk about with some of our customers who, again, they're, they're shifting um, because there's just too much risk to manage. So Andy, is there anything else that you want to tell us about um, anything else that VCC is doing that's new even before or aside from uh, coronavirus that um, that's happening over at VCC that we could tell our audience about? Well, I, I think that um, it, it's it's great. Uh, we're a company that's been growing. Um, for us, our, our roots are in electronic components, um, and as we're as we're growing, um, the team at VCC is really excited to be doing more for our customers um, as we go up, and and we're doing more value added manufacturing, still rooted in our in our components, mm -hmm. uh, but doing more for customers. Um, we're really excited by the opportunity to help customers bring their production back uh, to North America. Um, we're really proud of, of, of being in North America. Um, this is where we've always operated. And so having the opportunity to help customers, uh, to help them sol to solve their, their supply chain challenges um, in, a, in a rapidly shifting uh, a globalized marketplace. Um, and so, yeah, and, and the, the, the last thing I would say, and, and uh, is probably the most important is we've just got such a killer team at VCC. Uh, they're, they're really stepping up. Uh, we're an essential business uh, in the times that we're in right now. Um, our team is motivated. We're, we're really rallying to, to respond to the requirements from um, customers and medical device. We've got lots of infrastructure customers, power plants are our customers. I mean, these are services that need to continue. And, and our team is really inspired by, or I'm inspired by, by the VCC team and the work that we're doing. Um, so we're, we're a proud team and we're really happy to be helping where we can. Hey Andy, are any of your engineers working from home? Uh, actually, all of them. How <laughs> all are they, of our how design are they doing? How is that adjustment on them? Yeah, well, um, and as you can imagine, uh, some of the, the design uh, software that, that's out there, whether it's SOLIDWORKS or whatever you're using is, is, is not light. I mean, you need a pretty robust laptop in order to run that stuff. We, we've made those investments. So um, yeah, so our design team is, is decentralized and, and has been. Um, uh, all of us in the, in the US team are, are decentralized now um, and have been for three weeks. Um, and then um, our, uh, our other engineering, so in the broader engineering team, we do then have quality engineers, process engineers. Um, uh, as an essential business, still manufacturing, we have them on rotating schedules so that, um, again, our, the health and well-being of our employees and their families is very important. So we're trying to rotate schedules 
to reduce risk um, for employees so that they don't get sick. Um, so we've got a bit of a hybrid, uh, I suppose. Some, some on-site um, with the majority of folks being decentralized uh, 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 most days. Well, the design engineers are probably loving it. They're just working in quiet, being able to bang through their designs, work out their problems. They're probably loving the work at home right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I was going to go the other way because sometimes I find engineers that we work with are kind of stuck in their ways a little bit. They like their space. They like the way they work. And so maybe that would, you know, shake things up for them. So I was kind of trying to see, well, are they liking it? Are they adjusting? They have no whatsoever now, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll, I'll give you a data point. Uh, we're, we're doing a, a, a team Zoom happy hour today and uh, all the engineers are, are participating. So I think maybe that's, that's the data point for your, your, your hypothesis. Good, good, they, good. They're, they're craving the interaction, right? That's good, yeah. good. Yeah. Andy, where can, where can our uh, users go to find out more about uh, VCC? So um, the, the easiest way would be to go right to our, our website, which is uh, vcclite.com. Uh, there you can find out about our company, uh, our distribution channel, all the fun stuff we do. But uh, yeah, that's, that's probably the best way to, to reach out to us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Andy. And thank you for the work that you guys are doing. It's awesome. Thank you. Thanks for, thanks for uh, giving me a few minutes to talk about what we're doing and, and uh, looking forward to, to chatting to you again sometime. Yeah. Thank you guys for step, stepping up and helping, yeah. helping the world, you know, in this. Yep. So. Great. Thanks.